0: From Alaska Grim After Dark
1: Starring John
0: and Danny
1: Going guys, uh, welcome everyone. I see some people in chat being like, uh, what is this? I may have to watch this live. Uh, first off, I'm really sorry. Uh, second off, this week is all Warhammer-based. There is zero diehard references. There is zero Avatar references. So it's just kind of the usual fun. Uh, I want to say welcome to Grim After Dark. My name is John, and this is the Frontline Gaming Network's weekly interview show, where we hit the high points of the last week in the Warhammer community, talk to the best players and content creators from around the world about the one thing we all love, which is Warhammer. Uh, this week, Taylor comes back out of retirement to talk about the craziest book known to man, Uh, The Infinite and the Divine. Um, I will say, while our recaps are usually sort of all over the place and out there, and you're like, nothing's really spoiled, because the way uh, we describe things is literally insane. This book is literally insane. Uh, So spoilers, because we're going to actually make this book make sense. Uh, For more of this, look at Exhibit A. Uh, I know we usually go to the pictures later, but this picture here uh, is a meme somebody made, and all of these things, actually happen in this story i'm not going to describe it anymore uh but all of these things happen this book is insane i love it so much it, it is it is amazing and we're going to go into this more later uh, my co-host today though needs some introduction uh, he's the terror of the mid tables and is in fact an aspiring overlord in his own right is daddy mcdevitt
0: hey john thanks for well i mean thanks for having me i guess i could say that <laughs> but like i'm here every week so I don't <laughs> know why. thank you can I make was, one correction to your intro, by the way? Um, uh, I sure. would not I mean, promise zero die. Note that we're not going to do any diehard or avatar references. I plan on making at least some of both.
1: Well, uh, we do have a guest producer, uh, Richard, here today. I did promise Val we would stay strictly to 40k after last week's Peter explosion of Christmas, uh, so we're going to stay I the mean, course here. Like, look, we're going to be talking about 40k, right? Like,
0: let, let's 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 uh, let's parse no words here, but like. I plan on relating that, like especially our thing to the, our, our, our review of this book, two instances in uh,
1: both of those excellent movies, even if only one of them is a Christmas movie. That is fair. That is fair. Uh, Daddy, I do have a question to ask you, but I have like a whole bunch of stuff to get through here first. Yeah. Um, Donnie, this weekend showed off the exclusive Invitational 40k event uh, in Dallas at the Warhammer Cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, with players from all of the GW Open events uh, coming to compete for the grand prize, Manny Chima was finally able to pull off the big win after Richard Siegler stayed home. Um, but the initial event was looking like three of the new meta sort of thick city lists, uh, which was uh, Dracarya lists with like high toughness and a lot of staying power. Um, this makes for a really boring event if seventy-five percent of the lists are the same thing. So I want to point out here: uh, Jack Harpster from Art of War, the hero we need, uh, sent this very lovely and friendly message to uh, Manichima and Bradchester. Y'all are some uncreative motherfuckers. Uh, which, <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry, Tyler. Um,
1: C- courtesy of the Goonhammer uh, Discord. Uh, sorry, Tyler, for that, but yeah, uh, this led to Brad Chester being voluntold into playing Craft World Eldar at the event, uh, nicely made it for for some really interesting games. So, Danny, uh, in a roundabout way, what was your take on the weekend and all this invitational event? Man, Jakari are busted!
0: <laughs> 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 like, come on! Like, it just—it's just like every time we turn around, no matter how many nerfs they are. Like, first of all, why are we lowering points on them? Like I know the stuff isn't seen, but that's because the other stuff is so much better. Like what a I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I try not to be too doom and gloom. Like I'm a pretty positive person in general. And uh like but God, that book needs some help, right? Like we we really need we re- we really need some resolution here. Like it all needs to go back up to where it was, at least. Uh, cause Thick City. Uh, created by Richard Siegler, is uh, probably <laughs> one of the like the most busted like lists that you could that you could that you could make out of the book. Now, I mean, obviously, I think it is like if three out of three out of four people in attendance bring the best list, and and of course, if if spammer in chief Manichima is yeah. uh, is taking it, then you know then some, something's not right there.
1: It's best unit, bro. You just got to play nothing but that unit. It's great. All um, right.
0: Yeah. The, the John <laughs> Quinnell slash
1: Manny Chima method of list building. <laughs> the difference being one is extremely successful at it. One just <laughs> thinks well. it's fun to bring a lot of really bad units. One of those people brings good units, and one of those people does not. So I think no. that's the difference. <laughs> it's like, if you look at uh, my list, the Manichima's list, it's like looking at Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito in the movie Twins. Uh, oh. Where, where one gets it. all of the skill, another one just wants to take a whole bunch of uh, Crusader squads and sword brethren for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. So... Anyway, uh, Gene Sealer cults, uh, they're coming in hot with new rules. And um, Warhammer 40,000 and Games Workshop is coming in hotter with new memes. And yes, this is a million dollar international company using an always sunny meme to advertise. Um, so, anyway, I started crossfiring. <laughs> uh, Danny, what's yes. your thoughts on crossfire and sort of some of the new rules we've seen for Gene Sealer cult in general?
0: Man, what a cool rule. Like, I'm really glad to see this. First of all, Um, you love to see neophytes getting some love uh, because like previously they're just kind of meat shields or deep striking units that kind of get in your opponent's backfield for not a lot of points or just bodies on points. Like that's all they were. Now, maybe they'll get some good output and who knows what will have crossfire and what won't. Maybe there'll be some cool combinations. I'm hoping to see maybe some of the guard stuff get this that's included in the book. I think that would be pretty spicy Um, because you like deep striking guys behind them and then maybe shooting them with battle cannons i i like i like where that's going or ridge runners um so i'm pretty excited about that
1: yeah so and if you guys want to see the backup meme i made for this you can see all these pictures on our twitter which is at Grimdarkflgn. i did put up my alternative meme using the crossfire board game uh but i can never say no until i start blasting uh that is, fire. is one of the greatest things there um uh, the- john is just hot fire so and I know there's at least one person who follows us, Kelsey, uh, who has that song stuck in their head now. So you're <laughs> welcome uh, for that. Um, in network news, Seth Oster, uh, co-host of Signals from the Frontline and his own Seth the Mad Dog YouTube channel, called us out in the last episode of Signals, <laughs> uh, saying we must have run out of materials for us to use his name in our pictures. Uh, and for that, I say two things, Mr. Seth. Um, one... We ran out of material a long, long time ago. And that hasn't been obvious. <laughs> and two, uh, we've done this for months. Uh, we've actually, for months now, replaced everyone's name and all of the pictures we use uh, with Seth's name um, mm-hmm. as a way to stop people from being doxxed for having terrible opinions. Uh, which, so Seth not noticing this is, of course, exactly the kind of attention and d- to detail you'd expect from a veterinarian. Um, you
0: know, it's a real Seth move, right? To not it notice is.
1: it until like the last minute. Yeah, that, that, that's real fair. That's real fair. Uh, next up, last week, uh, you may have noticed a little bit of a different vibe from the show, uh, being that we spent the entire episode talking about Christmas movies while Val desperately tried to get us back on Warhammer. I think he even asked us a couple times if there was like a 40k version of Christmas. Um, Well, the results are the who the results are in. And it was actually super popular. Um, so, uh, Kelsey, you're of course saying it was easily the angriest I've ever been and the most I've ever laughed while watching a 40k <laughs> podcast. Um, and then, oh my gosh, one of the funniest ones yet, guys, the Die Hard controversy was beautiful, to which I would say uh, there's no controversy. Die Hard is a Christmas movie with the redemption yeah. arc. We went over this. Um, so <laughs> at, least two, at least two people liked it, which again, for us is about a net gain of 200% over our last reviews.
0: I mean... Uh, two people liking anything on this show is pretty much always a surprise and a shock, so yeah, uh, and that's the that. Danny. Yeah, right,
1: <laughs> usually, and then also, someone who was really popular. The Val Puppet is uh real popular too but uh poor val is recovering from uh i do a heck of a lot of streaming over the weekend. so <laughs> he got a
0: he got a case of the thick city blues is what is what i heard <laughs>
1: thick city blues on val and yeah for some reason our other producer doesn't want to pretend to be val in the val servitor puppet so you know we got to move on for the jokes from that um
0: it's fine I, he's working on his own marionette
1: john Is what i heard that's, that's right i love how the the frontline gaming network has gone from kind of being in this cool place talking about Warhammer to a, a a network obsessed with TVs and stream of relays to now a network obsessed with puppetry. <laughs> so, as there is currently two completed marionettes with a third, possibly fourth, on the way, um, that 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 makes me all kinds of excited. Uh, so Look, please, John,
0: I think like let's not yeah. conflate the entirety of the Frontline Gaming Network with our show. <laughs> I mean, I like to look, I like to keep that in mind for myself. Like, obviously, like, we're the most important show in here, clearly. Obviously, uh, Chad but, has
1: already said that this is their favorite show, which obviously means they don't listen to the other shows. Um, Totally fair. Uh, Finally tonight, guys, a uh, little bit of business. Cherokee Open. Uh, I will say I did spend too much time yesterday trying to, Uh, Do a lyrical parody of the Canyonero song for The Simpsons for this, but thanks to you guys, I didn't bother with that. Uh, I would just let you know that uh, it's February 25th to the 27th on the Cherokee Reservation in the town of Cherokee, uh, just a few miles from the great Smoky Mountain National Park, as the perfect weekend retreat and an epic resort up in the mountains. Uh, Attached to the convention center, hosting uh, us there is going to be an entertainment center with bowling alley arcade multiple bars and restaurants and the important thing is discounted rooms by booking as part of the frontline gaming room block and danny i don't know if you've seen the stuff kicker's been sharing It's an impressive discount for the room block right there um there's going to be a 40k championship event and and one of the largest events here and that's going to be the first major of the new itc season following lvo in january uh tickets available today uh cherokee Open. Looks like a beautiful location, and again, another event in a casino, which is only bad for me, um, but great for the hotel owners. <laughs> John, <sighs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I have to say, I'm I'm
0: surprised. Yeah, uh, that's we awesome. We got and, through uh, all of this all of this content without making a single dildo joke, and like, I'm just proud of us. That's all. I do want
1: to say, uh, Games Workshop did announce today that uh, Joy Toy Season Three. Uh, oh no! <laughs> and as I had my real person job to do today, I didn't have time to to uh, Photoshop a bunch of furries into Space Wolf farmer. That's going to be like a next week week thing uh, for the Joy Toy. But so, like, Wave Three of Joy Toys are coming, and they are going to be furry based. Uh, I just want you all to know that
0: they're coming so in hot,
1: fun. John. They are. Uh, can we just say, uh, if we can get the Cherokee Open artwork back up here, uh, again, go boy with another great uh, thing here. I just want to say, this looks like a Seth the Mad Dog Thumb, where he is actually riding uh, that wolf rider uh, from behind. Uh, that, that is a very sensual picture of that wolf rider. Is that a bear? Is that a bear? That, that is a bear. Oh my gosh, it's a very sensual bear. Uh, so, Joy Toy Season 3 going to have bear riders in tow good times I mean, let's get that done let's, let's stop me ruining this whole thing Denny. why don't you introduce the next part here it's taylor <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yay it's me hello <laughs> Come i'm on, here i'm like five
0: times i don't have to introduce him every single yeah, time like, that. like
2: everyone knows who i am i'm extremely important i mean <laughs> You, you could like yeah that's that's fine i want you to
1: do like the standard introduction from now and just be like it's this person and then we can just do like 30 seconds of dead air to make them feel mostly uh i Trump think yeah right here. I,
2: I, I think that's <laughs> optimal i think if we just stopped right now things would be better yeah.
1: 14 minutes in we're just gonna stop perfect yep. good uh, that's so good. guys. we really hit it out of the park like nailed it didn't talk about christmas movies for more than three minutes
2: which Die Hard is not, yeah. by
1: the way. Chat's letting us know flawless
2: transition. Uh,
1: you know, uh, Falcon isn't here. You don't have to fillet him, Taylor. It's it's yeah. fine. It's, you can say you Die Hard's a Christmas movie. No, I, know, can't I will say, that. say
0: I will say that you could reenact yeah. Die Hard at the Cherokee Hotel, like if you wanted to. I heard that they have some right. upper levels. You know, <laughs> you could push a German off the top of the roof. I don't know. Like, look, like I'm just saying that you have options. I'm not trying to say that.
1: <laughs>
2: like, I met a German person today. We could make it happen.
1: Sure. Um, I feel, as a uh, trying to be responsible here, um, if you do attend the Cherokee Open, which you absolutely should, it's a beautiful resort, yes. the drive from the airport to the resort, True. amazing. Don't push foreign people
2: off of the roof of the hotel. If you, um, if you know them, though, they're not foreign. Still, still you can don't get a do get them out of here. Just no.
0: at least ask permission before you do it. Like, get consent. So True. So True. the
1: infinite and the divine
2: agreed
1: (laughs) let's 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 move on here uh this was a book that's been on my radar for a while uh wasn't one that i actually uh went through until very recently um this book is legitimately insane uh (laughs) to the point where i actually reached out to the author on twitter and was like how did they let you do all of the things that they do in this
2: well that's a great question what did he say i really need to know
1: he did not respond
2: as oh, a very That's person. That's, that's, <laughs> that's not fair,
1: as he is
0: contractually obligated not to do is to respond. That's right, for that's sure. Not fair, for sure.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. This picture right here. Yeah, this. All of this stuff happens. Ghost start flying through space happens. Uh, floating dead and in pieces happens. Uh, giant. Yeah, it's it's insane. All of the things that happen here.
2: Mm -hmm, mm years it starts before the horus heresy and ends basically when the great rift opens so it it uses that time and it uses it well in my opinion uh there are some really great bits in this in this book especially like how long it takes
1: uh, like you said it takes place over like like 12, 15,000 years.
2: Literally over 10,000 years, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> I love this book. I actually uh, I went and bought a Necron army. Uh, so my my hazmat app arrived, and I was like, yeah, yeah it's time. It's time to buy own ne- Necron, so I play that army now. Again, uh,
1: I actually subscribe to, uh, and if you guys are interested, the Imperium magazine, which is kind of like the weekly collectible reduced price miniature kit coming. I subscribe to that purely to get the Necron army because of Give- this book as well.
2: Give me your flayed ones. I need them. Anyway.
1: I mean, I, I also need them. Uh, no, no, I no, no, no,
2: no, no. No, 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 okay. no. I fair. need them. I need that's them. fair. Yeah.
1: Um. So this book really kind of comes down, Taylor, to Oricon versus treason. Right. And I've, I've described this before as sort of um, Bugs Bunny versus Daffy Duck in a Warner Brothers cartoon. And that's okay. kind of how the first third of this book kind of reads to me.
2: Right. It's all about their, like, their wacky misadventures on this uh, planet of it, well, the planet of starts with S. I think there are too many. serenade yeah, isn't it Seraphim? Serenade. Seraphim? Seraphil?
1: Serenade. It's literally Serenade.
2: No, there's a bunch. There's a whole bunch, sir. No, uh, Anyway, no, there's only no.
1: one S-word planet in the entire
2: galaxy. no, no no, 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 no. Actually, Um, I I do love the bit where it's describing the name of the planet that the humans have for it, and they're mm -hmm. like, well, we applied for this name, but 117 other planets also have this name, so we're just going to call it Serenade, because we like to sing here. We're big, (laughs) really big on the music.
1: So this movie, uh, this movie, this book starts so far in the past that uh, we are... Having Eldar Exodites riding dinosaurs, like the Dino Riders toy line of the 80s, uh, just attacking um, uh, Necrons uh, and kind of Obje- uh, Trazin. Objectively correct. So what's Trazin, try- or Trazin trying to do in kind of like the first uh,
2: piece of this book here? Well, Trazon is like, man, <laughs> Exodites, your world spirit is so shiny. Like, wow, that, hmm, I want that as I want all things, as I am the personification of gluttony. Um, and so, he takes uh, 30 Lich Guard and like two Doom size and a Plane, and he's like, this is a small amount of stuff. I mean, it's only like it's only like 1,500 points. It's like three combat patrols. He takes like three combat patrols worth of stuff to uh, yeah. this, this Exide planet, and he's like, I'm going to take your World Spirit, because frankly, I want it. I love to want things. And so, yeah, but the the, the
1: Exodites are like, please don't.
2: Yeah, No, we have dinosaurs. You're not allowed to do that. Um, I'm not called a Farseer, sir, you ignorant man. But he, he calls me a, a Farseer. Far. He said, oh, God, I can't remember what the Exodites actually called their Farseers. I want to say Dree? No, it's 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 gone. It's too late. Anyway, uh, so he starts this book off by punching a dinosaur in the throat which I think is really important and sets up a lot of his character arc is just.
1: So I think that was the first thing I share. Cause I told you guys, I was like, Hey, I started listening to this book and you're like, yeah, it's really good. And I'm really like, it's really good.
2: Did, did
1: he just throat punch a dinosaur? He and did. You're like, yeah.
2: Yes. It only gets better from there. So we start with throat punching the dinosaur and then we get a, we get a scene of Trazin getting eaten. Uh, Cause you know, Trazin's thing is he loves to come back to life. Um, sure. So, like, as, I really as we all do right i mean i think it's cool i personally having died only a scant few times over the centuries i really enjoy the resurrection thing it keeps me young um so we get i really like the scene where like (laughs) he gets picked up by the carnosaur he just stabs it in the tongue just to be a jerk and then it like flips him over and as it's biting down he's like man I really shouldn't have turned on the slow motion. This is this is really bad for me. As like the the jaw is clamping down on his eye. <laughs> um, but eventually, so actually, also, I really love the how he how he gets to the to the uh, the stone in the first place because he's so it's like an Indiana Jones like Temple like... of Doom thing. Because and he's just he's just walking <laughs> through right. He's just walking through as a big Terminator man. Yep. And he's he's like stepping on pressure plates and like getting just like holed by Stop. poison arrows, but he's a big Terminator man, so it doesn't affect him. I and like, like to
1: think that he got like, he hit the thing, the boulder started to roll down towards him, and it just kind of pinked off of him, and he just gently
2: pushed it out of the way. Well, I mean, kind of, right? Like, he just like waves his hand mm-hmm. at it, and it stops, and he just like keeps walking underneath it. And then he takes the golden statue and replaces it with the bag of sand, but it doesn't work. But it does work, because he just Punches straight through like sixty million years of bone. It's fine. Um, and then sixty so, million
1: years of bone, of course, is the name yeah. for my post-punk band.
2: I was thinking, I was thinking like Thrasher, frankly. But I mean, you know, you do you, really. My band, um, I can call what I want. It's my <laughs> band now. Um, yeah. So he he was, punches through. Yes. Whatever, was this sir? the
1: part as well where like the ghost arcs come down from space?
2: No, that is significantly That's later. later. Significantly later, later. Significantly. all of the cool stuff
1: merges together. But please go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So like he he grabs the world stone and then like he jumps bodies and he like runs up the stairs, and mm-hmm. the Eldar Farseer is like, "I'll get you! You'll never take my world spirit!" And so they not like, a Farseer, but cool. Exactly. Exactly listening so she charges him with like the the carnosaur and a bunch of dragon riders because obviously Eldar riot raptors which is awesome and mm-hmm. he just kind of like casually tosses a tesseract cube at their feet and they all get sucked into do. the cube yeah and he's like "Lamau got him xd and then he jumps backwards into a into a night scythe and does a backflip back onto. um oh my god what is the galleries i can't remember the gallery planet what is it called
1: uh that's a fantastic question. Um uh, oh Solemnus. God.
2: Solemnus, bam, incredibly big brain. Uh yeah, he just does a sick backflip into into Solemnus. Solemnus. Got there. Um I also like his cryptech friend who's like his brain doesn't work correctly cuz you know the great sleep and he he's like the only Necron in existence that has like has to take notes. I don't know, that that <laughs> that, that, get, that gets me every time. I like the guy will like pull out a notepad and Trazzy's like, God, you're such a you're such a nerd, dude. What are you doing? But I really like
1: just... wanted to be like, um, you know the Kung Pao movie that entered the yeah. fist where like we trained him wrong as a joke. It was like they all That's purposely got rid of his uh retention memory part and just gave him a fucking iPad. Right.
2: And then yeah. he punches and then he punches a guy and like it. Creates a perfect like cylinder that comes out of his body. I don't know if that's possible. Anyway, yeah, it is. By um, near you collect is. cylinders, right? Collect <laughs> the flesh cylinders. Gross. Um, so okay, so Trazian comes back to the planet. And he's like, "Wow, that was a lot of fun. I had a great time." Um, I think all of his servants die. Lamau got him. Sure. Um, and so when he he gets back to the planet, his note taker man is like, "Also, by the way." Like, stuff is burning. I don't, like, there's a big problem uh, and um, in the galleries. And it turns out uh, Orokin has been here for, like, three years. Just, like, yeah. peeling back the security layers. Just turning his hand like a big man. Also, God, speaking of stupid voices, reading the audiobook for this book is it is such an experience enhancer. because It's so good. I, I don't know what accents are, how to identify them, or where they come from. But, like, all of the necrons in this book roll their R's. in the infinite. I don't know. It, it kills they me. sound,
1: to me, like orthodox Jewish people based on watching Snatch. Oh. Uh, like, you know, Benico Del Toro's fake Jewish accent he does at the start of Snatch. That is what right. Orican sounds like to me. Right.
2: When you said... You know that part? I didn't. Yeah. I have absolutely no idea. Amazing. That's just say yes and
1: agree like Danny is. Uh, right. Like Danny, I'm uh, I have to drop out you to potato
2: internet, but just agree because that's that's his role. Um, yeah, he's he's agreeing in spirit for sure. He's yeah, here. He's I can feel his presence. I can feel it. That's him. fair.
1: Uh, but something that's really cool in this book as we kind of flip-flop around here is the portrayal of time in general. Right. Um, and it had me like laughing uh, my ass off. Well, like lamowing. Uh, as the well, distinctly say uh, but they'll be like uh, Trezin will say something and then they'll be like they pondered this four years later when he came up right. with the answer
2: uh, right. it's
1: it's really jarring like their use of time
2: yeah so okay so the whole Orokin thing that just happened he's he's mm-hmm. stealing he's stealing from Trezin he's stealing the Astrea Mysterios the Mysterios the Mysterigos and so he uh he breaks all of his stuff like he's he's in a an ancient gallery that's about like the ancient tier, right so mm-hmm. um in order to get Trazian to give him the thing he just like starts kicking over bookshelves and pushing over vases and just like hurling antiques onto the floor just to be a dick about it not even like Trazian's like please wait stop we can talk about this and he just like punches through a 60 million year old base just for fun um, well you know why he does it though right it's because he's a he big dick it.
1: well that one yes yeah, true, true. Uh, but the main reason is he creates this kind of circle around himself of all these right. like smash potteries right. and if his if Trazen's Lich Guard go near him they smash them beyond comprehension right. so they can't cross this little line of, of smash plates which that's- who would have thought the way to beat an overlord is some cutlery that's being kind of destroyed into the right. floor
2: so, like, Trazien has to do, like, a running Superman fucking flying fist pump jump uh, into into Orokin. I also love that, because it describes it describes their fight as, they're just old men. They're just, like, the two guys from, god, I can't remember a movie reference, pretend I made one. Um, Grumpy old men. Bam! There you go. So, they're just those two guys. It just, like, weekly battling each other like kind of just smashing their fists on each other but also they're necrons so they're like gods of war forged by the stars themselves to just kill people so <laughs> like even as these even it's these two old men like flailing at each other but they're like cracking the ground and like breaking stones in half and stuff like that I, it, it cracks me up every time
1: yeah, and, and oh. Danny, we're gonna try jumping across to you here. I think my favorite thing about this part of like up to this part of the book here is that Trezen and orkin are both coming across like tenured college professors who are like 80, but have they suddenly just... been giving like the Terminator's body.
2: And they just hate each other. They hate oh.
0: each other
1: so much.
0: Is this like the initial fight that they get into? Well, yes. yeah. In yeah. 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 Yeah, this
2: this is in Solemnus' galleries. So they're just like um, <laughs> weekly
0: battering each other. I mean, yeah, they're bad. Like, and it's kind of one of those like comedy fights, right? Where like, where Orican is just trying to like destroy his property, <laughs> right? It's just for and fun. He's got to do like the he's got to do like the catch a vase on one finger kind of thing, and like <laughs> make sure that it's it like doesn't
1: fall and crash to the floor. The live action Mr. Magoo with Leslie Nielsen, uh, yeah, in audio right.
2: form. Except they're like the Terminator. And if they like just kind of squeeze your head to explode, um. So that's I awesome. I love that. My
1: favorite part, kind of, this scene runs out with them kind of making the deal of like, or can be like, hey, yes, uh, like, uh, treason's like, I'll give you the mysterious. if you put all my shit back together. I know, right? You don't, you you can't do magic. What you do right. isn't magic. <laughs> it's math, which is really just magic. Um, true. So Orkin's like, okay, fine, and he gets the the Mysterios, and then when he pockets it, he's like, oh, yeah, I can't undo it, because if I did, you wouldn't remember this deal, right. so I'm just going to peace out.
2: <laughs> so later. Right. Later, later, so, bro. but it's, instead of pocketing it, he's like, uh, if I do this, you won't remember that we did this. So he shoots the Mysterios with, the, like, a power particle whatever, and then shoots himself, and he gets transported into the webway, and it's the the beamer that he uses is used by Canoptics to like build stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And it it takes him into the webway, which is hilarious because it means that Necron. Well, he has
0: no idea where he's going to end up when he does it. He's just like, I'm going right. like to randomly hope that I end up somewhere cool.
2: Not specifically, but like the webway in general, right? So, like to me, that means that <laughs> the <laughs> the Necrons have. Uh, attenuated all their weapons to just continually dump garbage (laughs) into the Eldar's realm just as like a just as like a middle finger (laughs) for fun
0: I didn't really take that away from that scene like I I really got that he could end up literally anywhere in space it was a totally random location it just so happened that he ends up in the webway like and it's totally lucky for him but I mean, it makes sense just to beam stuff into your enemies, like imagine like, in, into their like of, their driveway. So imagine your garbage
1: winds just kind of walking along the webway, discussing whether you know you need is coming back and kind of how to defeat Slanesh. And all of a sudden, just a bunch of trash just appears in front of you.
2: Just a just a heap of garbage just falls from the sky right onto them. <laughs> so like that's Lamau. I'm XD right now. Uh, <laughs> they turned the webway
1: yeah. into a garbage
2: collection site. Yeah, got him. <laughs> Um, so, okay. So then, uh, Orokin has the Astoria mysterios for a while. Uh, and he's like, I'm going to do these big brain mathematical calculations for like a hundred years. Uh, cause again, this book actually uses the scale of time of the universe really well. Right. So mm-hmm. like he sets up this ritual of like 40 guys, um, and they're all doing the big chant. They're not doing magic. They're doing math.
1: They have As a he's... land
2: party, right? Exactly. Man, God, you nailed it. They have a land party of ah, <laughs> uh, that is killing. It's, okay, cool. Anyway, it's uh, a bunch it... of
0: slave CPUs, right? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what he's doing. Uh, is just networking all the PCs together, crypto like, mining to make, to make a, a more like a, like to a better get computer.
2: Bitcoins. Yeah, to get bigger coins go. out of the australian mysterios <laughs> so okay they got two so it's a pretty good deal yeah yep. exactly which yeah.
0: is <laughs> and the mysterious is obviously blockchain so like you can't really like <laughs> copy it so
2: I, I mean i own the australian mysterios it's the only one please don't like yeah. it no. please
1: let me jump that. in here real quick guys chat we know we're old uh, someone said two thousand called and wants to know what a land party is. <laughs> I'm not First old. off,
2: <laughs> f you, buddy, you know what a <laughs> land party is. You're just doing
1: this on purpose to make us feel old.
2: Man, I right. don't know if you didn't play if you didn't land party like Halo Two back in the day. Are you actually even alive? I don't think so, frankly. Yeah. Anyway, so Orkin has the thing and he's floating, and he astrally projects his not magic. Self thing through Um, math, yeah. Through through math, math, all things are possible. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yes, true. Um, I also like, I I don't know, I really like the description of like how cryptics do stuff. Like, they have to specifically bend their fingers in in fun ways to like capture the astral energy from the stars to do their magic. magic, right? Exactly, to do their not magic. And so Orokin is floating in this hyperbolic time chamber. And he's like, every 100 years that goes by in the outside is 300 years in here. And so he turns his big brain to mathematically calculating all the stuff. And all he really finds out is that when he was in the webway, the Astrarium Mysterios changed um, due to so- uh, something. <laughs> I don't know. He
0: doesn't Whatever.
2: Know. I don't because know. Because of math. Because of math all he knows is he has to go back to uh the planet that they were just on that trazin was just on and he's Mm -hmm. also like that's that's like the lowest chance ever that's not possible that's i'm lying to me i'm lying to me right now right like that's a you're memeing me but no and so while this is happening trazian (laughs) so like orican gets an alert and it's like uh over Mandragol, uh one enemy detected and neutralized. And he's <laughs> like, Lamau, got him, Trazian. And then 40 appear, and he's also like, Ah man, you're gonna get super owned 40 times, Trazian, you <laughs> nerd. Um and so yeah, you just <laughs> I forgot Eclipse throwing
1: asteroids full of yeah, people at
2: it. Yeah, he just <laughs> yeah. like hurls, yeah, he just hurls a bunch oh. of drop pods containing surrogates like One might make it through. I don't know. Let's try it. So, like, he's jumping through bodies that are getting obliterated by the air defense system. I don't know. Cracks me up. Uh, And so, obviously, that didn't work. So, Trazian goes back to his Cryptex and he's like, "All right, guys. He has a big brain. You guys have big brain. You need to help me solve this. And then, so they're like, okay, let me think about it, man. Like, give give me a second. And then they just sit there. And then the next line is Oh, I have an idea. Oh, that guy's voice sounds weird though, because it hasn't been used for four years. <laughs> they just really sat, think about it. they just sat in a room for four years because they really had to think about it.
0: Dude, yeah, like the again, like the scale of time is super good. Like a couple of times during the book they say, Well, he paused for an hour to think of an answer. <laughs>
2: right. Like,
0: so we're talking like ant level of time here, almost exactly. Like.
2: <laughs> really,
1: God would have known Necron sense of time was stolen from Lord of the Rings too. No original yeah. ideas coming
0: out now. Yep. Yeah. Space Lord of the Rings, guys. Yeah, I knew it was That's
2: all it is. Man, I like Ansel. I like Ants a lot more than Necrons. I think. I think that's way cooler. Anyway, you guys didn't know that, yeah? yeah uh, the
1: ants and Lord of the Rings were just metallic skeleton Egyptians. Uh, that's, that's what happens.
0: <laughs> the tree grew around the Necron, and you know, it's a whole thing. Like, let's not get into
1: it too much.
2: Their roots <laughs> go deep. I don't know.
1: That's uh, fair. So, anyway, we we head back to Serenade, true uh, the exodite yep. planet uh, that was like originally and uh, Stole all the stuff from,
2: right. So, okay, Orokin is like, well, we got to go back in like 100 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they wait 100, they, they just wait 100 years. And in, in that 100 years' time, Trazian, he like steals an artifact from his own people, which I don't <laughs> like. He borrows a cloak, right?
1: 60 yeah, million years. Cloak.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 60 million years ago, uh, a cryptic set up a message for him. It's like, hey, man, I know you're going to be here. If you steal anything, I will know. And <laughs> Trezion's just like lamau XD, and grabs the cloak and leaves anyway. Um, and so it like it helps but him like I'll bring it back, time. maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe fine. one day. I don't know.
1: We'll see.
0: You, you know. I maybe have. Maybe I will. You have go. a gallery.
2: I have a the gallery. The cloak
1: sort of acts like the spice in Dune, where it lets him see like multiple futures and then pick like the right one. And that, right, this exactly. is how we're traveling. It actually. Well, the nice thing is too, out.
0: like it's so. This is first of all an actual relic from the Necron book, right? Yes, it's, it is. Uh, it's an actual book. Bu- it's an actual relic that the, that Nihilac has. Yes, um, sir. But it also, uh, it gives him kind of powers that are sort of adjacent to Orican, So it kind of lets right. him compete in the same. So yeah, Orican the- can't quite do this. Did we talk about the trial though that happened? Or we did didn't. No, yeah, let's over totally go back and
2: over.
1: D- Danny, why don't you take us through? Because the trial, I think, is one of my favorite parts in this book here. So, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the trial here.
0: Yeah, so they go to basically there's like a there's a triarch council that rules over kind of all necrons, right? And so this council, um, what it does is it uh uh, it it, 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 since it's run by the Triarch, like it oversees kind of the operations and kind of the reawakening, which isn't set to happen for another 10,000 years, which relatively is pretty soon. Right. Yeah. But they're really mm-hmm. against people waking up early. Um, so, uh, they don't like <laughs> that. Trazian has neglected to awaken a tomb world before a solar flare totally destroyed it in stealing this artifact. The, uh, right. uh the, the yes, Yeah. The Mysterium. Yep. So, uh, they were not super stoked about, super stoked about that, but, um, they were also really upset that Tracy, that, uh, that OrCam broke in and destroyed all these Necron relics, some of which apparently were appropriated from the council members' homeworlds. Like he's like, Hey, right. isn't that my pipe? <laughs> like you that- broke? <laughs> my that, has, pipe? that has
2: my name on it.
0: Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> and so, uh, you know they they tell these guys like look you can't you can't keep doing this to each other like this is this is ridiculous and clearly clearly Tracy isn't the right orcan you really overstepped your bounds and so Orkan's like no I don't like that really so he like rewinds time back <laughs> and he's like well what about this defense and they're like well no I don't think that works either he's like all right one more time. And they rewind it back again, and then finally they they're like, okay, so you guys are both kind of at fault here. So what we're going to do is this 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 relic is now like communal property. So like you guys will have to share it, um, and like any findings will go to the greater good of the empire. If you're able to find this tomb of Nefrak, which is like the last untouched, non tumorized Necron or Necronteer, right. Necronteer uh, mm-hmm. dude, who could transform himself into pure energy, which is like. Orican's like oh man this is my this is my shit i love, I love that stuff, stuff. I, I want to do that energy. so bad get me in there right
2: <laughs> let me in <laughs> let me in
0: <laughs> and so uh so tracy and this gets wise to this though because he stole he like clipped off a tile from one of the hermetic things that uh that orican has like when yeah. they were fighting he like ripped it off and it gets really hot and so by the time like the trial ends, he's like, Oh man, he totally jipped me and I can't do anything about it. So he sends him a message like, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you asshole. <laughs> you
1: so the best, begins, like, of, the best part was like the best part was just being infinitely confused. I mean like, wait a second. And like kind of having like miniature deja vu every three to five <laughs> minutes, but not having a clue what was going on until Orican finally wins.
0: Right, exactly. And then he fi- he finally figures it out. But it's by that point it's too late. Um. Yeah. Isn't so. That- so. Anyway. So they. So they go to
1: this. This Exodite world. Right. Yeah. Right. Hey, True. Do you guys know how Necrons deploy on worlds? Do they just <laughs> appear out of nowhere? <laughs> no. <laughs> they just no. fire ghost
2: arcs from space to the just planet. Fall from surface. the sky. Yeah. It's yeah. Fine.
1: Who cares? I mean, it's not like they need any
0: atmosphere or anything like that. If they get hot, okay. Well, then yeah, Whatever. So that's fine.
2: I made a metal, I'm a big, strong metal, biggest, strongest metal in the whole world that you've ever seen. <laughs> I'm invincible. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, they like fall from orbit. First of all, Orkan gets super annoyed at this ghost arc pilot. He's like, I know you're a lord and you can kind of think, but like, dude, you're an idiot. Like, the Lord <laughs> keeps making these like bad jokes. Like, <laughs> and this is for this is a real 40k book, guys. I swear to God. I love the but, moon.
2: Like... <laughs>
0: So they go down to this planet, and they're they're doing this beach assault on where the exodites kind of live, but like they right. they've sequestered themselves to these islands, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, this Got archipelago up. that's kind of like their deal. Fine. Um, and so they're kind of doing this like space Normandy, um, <laughs> True. right? Like yeah, yeah with landing, with actual landing craft or space um, Kashyyyk. Yeah, oh, Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. That's <laughs> you that's that. maybe better a better analogy. <laughs> it's a unfortunately, 2000s
1: reference the kids will know space
2: Kashyyyk. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Specifically, so anyway,
2: space Kashyyyk.
0: <laughs> on their way down to Pandora, um, they. Oh damn
1: it!
2: Slipped it in. Yeah, man, he got you.
0: The Eldar are like firing at them from this beachhead with like laser weapons, and they're like, "Laser weapons? This is dumb." Underwater time, so like, who needs to breathe? So they all dive underwater. Um, first of all, the water is probably boiling around these things, like killing anything that's close to them.
2: Yeah, yeah, like we because
0: they're so just, hot from see, re-entry. Like,
1: schools of fish just dead in their wake,
0: <laughs> and then like <laughs> they're just they just pop up when they get to the beach. And Orcan has made this deal with destroyers, right? Like he's right. he's kind of gone into the bottom of Sawtech and like True. made this deal, and he has to shield himself super hard. He's <laughs> like, there's a one in fifty million chance that I could get the destroyer virus from this. So if, if I talk too-
1: this man. <laughs> Like Leslie Nielsen I and will not. naked gun. He's wearing like the full body condom. Like every time he talks to the destroyer, absolutely. <laughs> he's like, I don't, I don't want to touch you guys. You guys so are really gross.
0: He deploys all these destroyers, and he has like an entourage of immortals, right? Right. And they 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 attack this planet, and he's got this. Like he can tell that the that the uh, the mysterious has got kind of a uh, like a like a time like a time for when it opens something. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> So he's got this ticking clock, literally, (laughs) to get to the middle
1: of this island. Guys, this is a heist movie. Every book we do is is a heist (laughs) movie. Yeah,
2: actually, kind of. Yeah. Almost every time. I don't know. This
1: is more like a buddy cop
0: movie to me, or maybe like a revenge movie.
2: I think a buddy heist movie, personally. Okay. (laughs) Humor.
0: So, Taylor, tell us about this battle. All right, cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Um, for sure. So like they're they're flying, they're droid they're droiding up onto the onto the ship, right? Not the ship, the the beach. Mm-hmm. And like <laughs> I really like the part where like three ghost arcs just take direct hits from Bright Lances, which will be three D three or three D three plus D three soon. So get ready for that. Um and they like take direct hits and like the destroyers just fall out of the of the Ghost Arcs. And they like they hit the beach rolling and then just kind of spring up. I don't know. Destroyers are cool. Scorpex are there. I like that. Um, but Orokin is like, cool. My 112 destroyers are—they're doing their thing and they're—they're they're being ballers. Mm-hmm. I gotta go find this specific point. So uh, the ghostark—the annoying ghostark man comes and picks them up, and uh, they fly off to a mountain. And Or—and Orcan has some nerd thoughts about like erosion and whatever. Who cares? Um, and he's he gets to the spot <laughs> and he does yeah, exactly. And he does like this this sigil to like stop time or whatever. And Math like, it, not like, magic. Yeah, true. He does like he does an equation to like
0: the time project, stop equation.
2: Yeah, the time <laughs> stop. It's time to duel Yugi. Uh, and he projects like a dome of force and he's like, Hey annoying guy, stop talking to me. And the annoying guy's like, Yeah, all right. Um and so he's he's just <laughs> staring at the Mysterios. And the mysterious like flies into the air and it bathes them all in solar radiation. He's like, man, I sure am glad I am from the movie, the Terminator, where I'd be dead right now. And uh, then the annoying ghost arc man <laughs> wakes up and it's like, yeah, you sure would be nerd. And he like slams his face. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he just punks him. He just yeah. punks him. He's like, hey, I'm Trazian, by the way. Little Mal. Uh, <laughs> And he grabs the Mysterios and, like, rams the Immortals and Orokin into the cliff face and, like, tries to fly off. But Orokin, like, jumps on. He's like, <laughs> you, you won't get away with this, Obi-Wan? Um, and so they have, I, I, I don't know, you they have, like, this movie fight, I guess. Like, they're flying on the Ghost Ark and Trazian mm-hmm. is, like, flipping it upside down and pterosaurs are coming out of the uh out of the air just ripping immortals apart and like just it's really good it's really fun um
1: yeah i think the best part of this fight scene is yeah we do get that Trezen, uh, uh orican kind of fight but it ends by ramming a ghost arc through a dinosaur true, <laughs> true.
0: Yeah. so so like my so, favorite part is this
1: this, this ancient grudge between orican and trezon in the background, uh, the ancient Aldari society are just getting wiped out. It's just a to the point, they're, they're just kind of like an afterthought to the point where they take like the biggest, oldest, kind of most revered carniosaur and just drive through him with a ghost arc. And I'm assuming, right. because this is a Looney Tunes style book, leave a ghost
2: arc shaped hole uh, in the, Absolutely. Side of the <laughs> carniosaur. Yeah, Absolutely. Dude, for sure. And Trazin had to end that fight like that because uh, Orican rolled um above the battle turn at the time and so got to use (laughs) him empowered yeah yeah, he got to use his empowered stat line so he had to end the fight right there um so yeah he gets the him and just like dips out and the next couple chapters are just a series of orican and trazian just being dicks to each other to get the the mysterios back right like uh (laughs) Orokin invades his Horus Heresy, like a diorama. <laughs> to, yeah. to like, I think it's bully... important
1: to point out here that the, the treason stuff is just a bunch of nerd dioramas. Like, he has yes. a Horus Heresy display that just yeah, sounds like this. Event. Guys, if you are old like me and you remember the game Gorkamorka, there are Gorkamorka references in here. That's um, not real. As as is orc display, which has literally the Gorkamorka ship from Gorkamorka, in his angelus planetary display. As uh, so he has the entire ship, part of Mechtown. Trace is just a giant nerd making dioramas.
2: Yeah, just Dude, human.
1: He's a Warhammer player.
2: <laughs> yeah, legitimately. Yeah. Yeah. Just making life collects miniatures. Like he sets you know. up
0: his miniatures and dioramas and like boards. Like he like, yeah, just orc- has like
1: or can awesome. lets the orcs get loose and treason's reaction is just like oh god that's gonna be a pain
2: i'm gonna go fix that <laughs>
1: they're gonna got, be all over the place
2: <laughs> they're i got to say they're they're not posed correctly they're not in the right context i gotta like reform the squad they're not they're not squared upright. like yeah they're just a warhammer player it's awesome Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's just a series of them like being mean to each other, like in breaking his diorama, uh, going to Sawtek again to just, <laughs> to kind of just bully to like, so he invades his ship or, or so Trazian invades his ship and like goes through this elaborate plan of like, you think I was going to detonate a bomb, but I didn't detonate a bomb. I wanted you to spear me through the chest with, uh. Through your with your stupid staff thing, so I could drop this like box of gene stealers on you for fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Caddish and Devils is right. who they Catage were, Devils. right? Yeah, true. So like, and he's like, hey, that hey, guess what? They're hungry and they bred They're gonna breed in the next hour. So I hope you find them all. I I don't know how many there were. Like maybe like. 23 or uh, 25, I don't know. Something like
2: that. By the way, if you don't find them all, the population will double in the next 24 hours. So have fun with that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Fantastic. By the way, uh, I just have to ask Taylor. Are you Team Trazian or Team Orican?
2: 100% Team Trazian. 100%. Okay, cool.
0: I'm glad we're on the... I mean, we can be... like Nominally, we're on the same page. I will say that because Orican is kind of a big nerd. He is a big
2: cool. nerd. No, I'm I'm the smartest one, me. That stuff, it's mine. Like I vibe with that. Like you steal my thing. I don't even care if I'm using thing correctly. It's my thing. Give it back to me. It's my thing, I can do what I want. I can do what I want with it. That thing used to be someone else's thing. Eh, it's my thing now.
0: My vibe. <laughs> so Orican is like kind of the noble of the two of them though i feel right. like he's he has more of the noble cause of kind of transmitting the necron race so i yeah. I, I, I get it he's cool too so yeah but- i get it he
2: he wants to like bring them all into being energy energy beings of light like the satan but also that's for dumb nerds let me be a robot skeleton that's all i want
1: Trazen is like the guy who buys six of the christmas battle boxes because he'll use them later <laughs> and orican's the guy who's like jesus guys i only wanted one i literally need it for the army that i have like lined up and treason's like no i gotta i gotta just it's a great deal i'm gonna I need, these I need these i need for later oh, don't worry oh, about it
2: but what if that guy later then posts on instagram the coolest diorama you've ever seen and he gets like sixteen thousand likes isn't that worth it i think so. Over oh i the still be mad because i really need those impulses <laughs> i think no i don't think you do <laughs> i don't think you do john
1: that's fair. Cool. Uh, so eventually, we kind of come together. Uh, Tristan yes. and Oricon are, are, man, they're they're opposing for but They're forced to work together. Oh boy, um, by this uh, Council of the Awakened, right, uh, and uh, kind of overseen by the Executioner.
2: Yeah, the Council right. is kind of like we've just, you know, what? Frankly, we've had enough of this. This is a bunch of garbage. You guys are being real nerds about everything. So, uh, you will work together. Or that guy is going to turn off your resurrection protocols and then kill you. That guy over there. You can see him.
1: I love Uh, the idea that it's just like a button on a switchboard. Like like, Trezin. Trezin
2: trezin off. Orokin off. No more resurrection protocols.
0: Yeah, you can't go to the translocation crypts. uh, Go directly to jail. Go directly
2: Um, to to (laughs) hell. Yeah. Yeah. No more being alive. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, I know. Or just
0: nothing. Yeah, Just nothing.
2: I guess nothing is fine.
0: So they go back to so they go back to uh, uh, to serenade, right? Yes. At this mm-hmm. point, the humans have colonized it, right? Because uh, it's sucks. been like thousands of years. Yeah, right. that's... and they create this kind of alliance. They're like, we have to work together, otherwise, we're going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. True, because mom and dad said so. Right, and so like they're going back. They they go back to this planet. Back to the initial conflict. The destroyers have liked, like, there's like three left. Yes. And Tracy's like, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Like, he's, I don't know. We're trying to extinguish all life. Like, don't worry about it. We're, hey, nerd, we're headed out. We're headed to the North Pole to to destroy the ice cap so that
1: this will only take another couple of thousand years. It'll be a little bit shorter. Well, I think the um, best thing that is that like, way, we, we melt it. They're like, hey, insane destroyers. What are you doing? And they're like, hey, buddy, we did the math. We could cause extinction on this planet in 3,000 years if we melt the poles rather right. than 3,500 years if we individually <laughs> murdered everyone.
2: Because it's it's just the three of them, right? They've been like, ever since the battle, they've just been walking around like shooting bugs with Gauss cannons, right. which is very efficient. Um, so yeah. instead of that, right. they're isn't like... It,
1: isn't treason like, guys, I'm going to have to order you to stop that and be like, wow, bro, I really appreciate your authority over me. Uh, but I'm yeah. gonna have to go continue to the poles to murder all these people. I need to
2: go melt th- the poles. That's. What
0: I don't remember I if he traps them in a tesseract dark or what, but he 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 kills them or contains them or whatever. He does.
2: Yeah, he, they're like, <laughs> we need to go melt the poles, and he's like, stop talking. Right. I <laughs> right. I don't care. And then he yep. just throws. And he just throws a tesseract cube at him. Got him. Owned. And so, so
0: they they decide they have to go back to this planet to stop orcs from totally right. ruining everything and like right. destroying the, destroying the planet. Yeah,
2: because um, as
1: we know from Seth, uh, orcs ruin everything. Just the worst. It's true. Just the Worst. Yeah. Twenty
2: seven um, strength five minus three two, ignoring line of sight.
1: Get out of here!
2: Are you kidding me? All right, cool, fine, <laughs> fine, whatever.
0: So they team up. And Mm -hmm. uh, they have a great big space battle with with the orcs, Um, and then they have a great big land battle with the orcs. Uh, Right, right. And they kind of save the human population, sort of. Yes, they do. Uh, They they
2: just do. They save them. Yeah, which is the best. I also really accidentally. Kind of. I also coincidentally. Yeah, it's fine. Like they're just bugs. Like whatever. I really like the the setup part where they're like they're describing how the ships are going to get to Serenade, like it's going to take like 50 years to get across the galaxy, but I've done the big brain calculations. And if we like slingshot off all of these stars and planets, we'll go like past the speed of light. Like we'll go real fast. (laughs) So I I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. But yeah, so they have, it shows
0: like kind of how they use the space, space travel without using the warp mm -hmm, like everyone else does.
2: Yeah. Like where they get
0: to be going so fast that like, they have to like do loops around they have to do like spin outs around the moon to slow yes, themselves down.
2: Exactly. They You're have to be like, furious. They have to like yeah. take exactly. a lap around the solar system Heist, to maybe. like to like stop themselves from just obliterating <laughs> the planet. I don't know. Exactly. I thought that was really cool. Um so yeah, they have the big space battle, right? And it's Oricon ship versus like twelve orcs. And uh they they make planet fall and they're they're fighting the, the, the Gorkamorka, he's there, spotted. Um and it
1: uh I think my favorite part about this one is uh they're they're doing these things and Trazen's kind of like leading the the land assault and Oricon's got the sky kind of going. Um but then Trazen sees like a gargan uh being kind of towed along in a little tugboat, like choo choo choo. (laughs) Um, on a barge, yeah. On on a a barge, yeah. And and Trazen isn't like, oh shit, this is gonna ruin our plan. He's like, Oh, I really I have this great spot (laughs) in my library. I don't this. have
2: one of those yet.
1: I don't have one of those. I'm going to have to go capture that.
2: I've never I'm... seen that pattern of belly gun. <laughs> I really want that.
0: <laughs> so he does. He, so he does, does, right? And Would he like can't... he specifically says, "I could have destroyed this at any time. I've got like his his general is like, "Why don't we just kill it with can we can we just call on the doom size? He's like, "No." No, I need this I don't for my it. collection. Of course, we could uh, kill it time. Of course, I have doom scythes
2: available. Obviously, like, no. I'm, the, I'm the coolest man ever. <laughs> I could obviously kill this, but I want it.
1: So, tons I of necrons die. He doesn't I guess care. I just want to, I want to jump in here, Taylor Danny. Uh, we have about 10 minutes left on this one here.
2: Oh my uh, god,
1: wow, this guy here, and an audience, this is this is a grim after dark first. This is going to be a two parter. What? Uh, because, oh. because this book is so insane i don't want to rush through the rest of this here uh but i also don't want to keep our poor uh, producer richard up until like 1 a.m uh
2: so i can see the fury in his eyes
1: that is he's an, yeah, an angry person generally angry i mean sc- <laughs> literally <laughs> screaming at me in the ear right now he's like get past the third of the way through point no, um not But you're you're good. Like so, so just keep on going. I said we have about ten more minutes left here, but this will be a two part.
2: Yeah, just just abruptly stop. Like as soon as it hits seven, just completely stop with no warning. Anyway, so we capture the gargan, right? Don't Um, do that. Thank you. I I will. Um, (laughs) The
0: orcs are draining the seas with big straws.
2: Right. Exactly. They literally (laughs) lower gigantic (laughs) straws. Because the reason they're here is like well. Our reactors keep exploding because we made them badly. So we need the water to throw onto the reactor and hope it's fine. And I'm sure it'll be fine. Whatever. So they lower the giant straws and just start drinking the ocean. <laughs> but it's fine because Trazin and Orokin are here. So what you do so- when
1: you lose your Gargan is drink the ocean. Yeah, like, yeah, whenever so- you drop anything in the sea, drink the ocean. Agreed. They True. march
0: into the what's left of the seas and like right. go... And go into this underground tunnel because there's like fissures and stuff like that in this planet. Right. And they go deep like for like like a, three days? They yeah, they watch traveling they multiple walk for days. Three days.
2: Yeah, yeah. And they're like, man, so, if if we died right now, our resurrection protocols wouldn't work. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Deep. Isn't that weird? We're
1: too deep. Which God, come on, guys! resurrection protocols work from galaxies away or universes away, but under Big Rock, it doesn't. Well, I, I don't think know. I d- some unique things going on. With
2: yeah, planet. it's bl- it's made of black stone or whatever. It's got the black stone in it. <laughs> Tis a fortress, yes. all right. Exactly. It's not magic, True. guys. No, no, it's not magic it's, it's magic. i swear to god if you say magic <laughs> anyway Sorry. yeah they use want, cricket mobile
1: <laughs> say, thank you danny i want to call that on chat the next thank is you airborne. that was excellent yeah, exactly. <laughs> cricket mobile is how they reanimation protocol so anytime you're oh. near a tunnel or in like northeast uh, michigan you can you can't resurrect
2: yeah, I I assumed the reanimator just blasts them with like five G waves, right? Like that's how it revives them better. I assumed yeah, no, so. Yeah, it's
0: obviously five
2: G. It's obviously. Yeah. yeah. It. Anyway,
0: so they're marching down this tunnel. <laughs> they get to the end of it, um, yeah. and Trazian's like, oh man, Oricons probably going to try and come. Let's just make sure that he dies if he tries to fight me right here. Let's set up a defensive position while I get this mysterious this mysterious baby all set up and ready right. to uh, to go through this door because they find this like radioactive door. Right. Yeah. True. And uh, uh they uh he kind of like lets it and it's like boiling the water around it and stuff like that at yeah. this point. This like, is all go- underwater. They're surrounded
1: by giant eels and oh yeah, yeah they're just like by walking. The way.
0: And there's like three mile long eels and stuff like that. Like who knows? Yeah that's it's cool. crazy. is um, there. So <laughs> Orican is like no dude you're not gonna be. you're not gonna just do this. You're not gonna beat me to this like I'm we're gonna fight and so he sends like all of these destroyers, they're scuttling on the roof of this chamber, and like there's this big old fight. people are dying left and right. Tracy looks like he's probably gonna lose because Orcan has better troops because they're sawtek, like generally right. speaking, they're kind of like just better better and better army yeah, um, than the Nahalak stuff. They're so better right well, all right let's we're not getting into that right now
2: <laughs> in a kill point mission where there's no objectives to hold, like I mean hold double objectives nerd. <laughs> There's literally Literally an objective.
0: The
1: giant gate is the objective to hold. No, no, no. Hey, look,
0: they're in their deployment zone. They're ignoring AP minus one. It's great. Uh... So, (laughs) anyway, so it looks like Trazian's going to lose until Trazian busts out the Pokeballs.
2: He does. He does. He's like. So
0: he starts releasing these Tesseract vaults of stuff that he's captured of things that have, like, that can breathe underwater.
2: (laughs) And he just has, like, a bunch of them. He's just throwing them out.
1: It was like, yes, here's, here's nine mechanicus robots, right? right.
2: True, <laughs> clank, 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 clank. Here's a
1: bunch of guardsmen who know how to fight underwater for some reason, right? Yeah, I don't, Here, know, I don't know. Here's I, a
0: bunch I... of drukari that have like gills and stuff. And the homunculus is really happy that she finally gets to use them <laughs> after somebody made
1: fun of her at a Christmas party. <laughs> we making gills and never using nice. them. I know we make fun of books and exaggerate a lot. Literally, she was really happy to be in the fight yeah. because someone made fun of her gills at a party. This yeah, happens dude, really in this book. This really yeah.
2: happens in this you're, book. Ricarth is like, man, gills? Are you kidding me? You think Vect is gonna gills? The best part the best
1: part is when she's like that guy who made fun of me at the party for having gills i bet he's laughing now if i didn't turn him into this monster over here <laughs> she turns him into like a talos
0: <laughs>
2: and S- steve would be really upset if he had any form of vestiges of his consciousness left at all really besides all he feels his pain besides the pain of course right exactly yeah so they have they battle it out they have the big battle and it kind of it kind of comes to a truce right like they're both so devastated that we can't really keep going. Well, and, yeah, so so closes. like,
0: right? So they're just like they're just like Orkan finally battles through. He's he actually beats the crap out of Trazian in this. He space. does
2: because he's energy- and uh,
0: he's-, he's he sees what's through the portal and he's just about to go through and then Triarchs come in like the yes. Triarch retorians and True. like order an override to shut down all the Necrons. Like they're like, no, no, no you guys are all done. Like we no. have overriding authority here. You,
2: like they're we're the police. Remember for the Necron re- police? Remember when we said stop doing this? We we meant it, we were watching. Yeah. What it, I mean, you come guys on, are man. Big
1: trouble right now, you guys, are guys being
2: really cringe. What
1: what a, what a great stopping point for this! Yep. Uh, we've had Trazen and Orkin just fighting each other like the entire time with Looney Tunes level pranks. And
2: Legitimately, yeah.
1: Um, legitimate. And this, this first half of the book that we talked about, that, that's all it is here until the the like uh, awakened council come and be like, guys, why are you doing this? And, and they drag everyone away. The door closes again. And Orkin's like nuts missed it. But by, by that much. Dang right. It. Um, but there is so much more insanity to come. And this is why half I like the book. I, literally half. The this book. is literally half the book. And I messaged you guys to be like, Hey, this is going to be a two parter because the rest of this book is even more insane than what we've talked about. It's um, does go hard. It goes hard. More, I guess, if you think this is crazy, if you think driving a ghost arc through a dinosaur is a crazy thing to do in a 40K, and leaving book... leaving a perfect outline. Perfect outline. <laughs> really that important. is the most sane thing that happens in this book. Uh, the rest is even more insane. Um, we are going to be back next week uh, to, to finish off the Infinite. Into oh, Divine God. Because. As, as Taylor is about to find out, he has to come back here next week to do this. Um, oh, no! <laughs> Taylor, it's thank you so much uh, for coming in and talking about this here. Uh, and for really, I think it's great that you are able to condense the entire uh, 30K Horse Heresy series into one hour, but there is no That's way true. we can contain this insanity uh, to, to one hour. Yeah, nothing uh, that happens so.
2: there is as interesting as here, so...
1: No, uh, Denny, any final thoughts on kind of the first half of this book here before we wrap this up?
0: Hey, you know what? It's going to be a week until we record the next one. Give the book a download. Either read it please. or listen to it. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. It's, like, it's so good.
2: It's al- also, it's a it's a cool Zenos book, right? Like, how rare is that? Come on, please. Mm-hmm. I'm begging you. Please read this book. Yeah.
1: So next week, we'll be talking about uh Street Theater uh we will be talking about, oh,
0: yeah, I forgot about that.
1: stained glass window art we're going to be talking uh about uh sub uh we're going to be talking about uh feeding feeding people to people to make people uh these are all things that happen in the last half of this book the infinite and the divine by Robert Wraith. Uh, Download it. Check it out. You will not be sorry. Uh, And that was a special sorry for for our Canadian Richard producer. You're welcome. Um, But I just want to say uh, for Taylor, for Danny, I've been Joel. This has been Grim After Dark. We've kicked off your FLGN week. Uh, Be sure to check out the rest of our shows. uh, Chapter Tactics, Signals from the Frontline, Eh, maybe, Uh, and the Thursday show. uh, We'll be back next Monday to wrap this up. Uh, I've been Joel, and we will see you Monday. Do you get? Guys-